0: Welcome back to Unmarvelous, the podcast about two millennials watching the Marvel movies for the first time. I'm Amy.
1: And I'm Graham. And today, Amy, this is the 13th movie that we've watched in the mainline Marvel movies. Oh. Yeah. Spooky. Yeah. Spooky. Sure. Were you excited about this one?
0: It was... I don't know. I wasn't not excited. I was just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm more excited for the movies coming up. So I was excited to watch this one so I could then watch Doctor Strange.
1: Yeah. And I also liked, I mean, kind of jumping the gun, but what I liked about this one is that there were characters in there that I was genuinely stoked to see on screen. Yeah. So, and that was pretty cool. That was cool. That that hasn't really happened yet. Mm-hmm. And like, that was the first time I was like, oh, oh, I know. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think like for this one, you know, there's not really any like, what do you expect is going to, what, what do you think is going to, how do you, how do you, what do you, what are you going to think about it?
0: Who do you, what are you going to think about yeah. it?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, who do you, what do you, I say, we just, I just say, we just, let's just dive deep into it.
0: Let's just dive deep. It's quite a long one anyway. So. Yeah.
1: And I feel like it's long and stuff happens.
0: Yeah. As yeah. opposed to
1: like, you know, Avengers, not a lot happened in it. Or like like yeah. the first Avengers or Age of Ultron, like not a lot happened, but it was still like three hours long. Right. This one seemed like there actually was quite a bit that happened in it.
0: Right. Yeah. So let's go ahead and, and go because no one wants to listen to a three-hour podcast. I don't. I don't think... I mean, I don't. I I don't either. So let's get started. Uh, 1991, in a cold place. A big red <laughs> slab with a star on it. I think that was the book thing.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Winter Soldier is there. He screams. He screams a lot. Um, Soldier says some random words out of a book, and the Winter Soldier is ready to comply.
1: You know, I just... I. Uh, I get why they, presumably they did the random words because to, like, activate him, you'd want them to be really random and in an order that nobody would, yeah like, ever think to say them in, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, like, that just seems like, like, why isn't it just, like, a string of numbers? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems like saying 30 words in a weird, you know, like, it just, seemed, it just seems, like, kind of convoluted to me. Okay, well, but, I, I mean,
0: wasn't your decision, so when when you try to make a I'm going to make my comply, own movie um, with super secret
1: soldiers you, yeah, in Siberia.
0: Then you can use numbers. And
1: there's going to be Blackjack and Hookers.
0: Uh, uh,
1: okay. That's a Futurama reference.
0: Oh, okay. Just like, I don't know where you're heading with that. Yeah, no, that was a
1: Futurama reference.
0: I got gotcha. you. This is a very quick Stud Muffin Handsome Pants the third (laughs) note. You just said, I forgot why he has a metal arm.
1: Yeah, I still don't remember why he has a metal arm. I don't remember either. Was that explained in The Winter Soldier?
0: Well, didn't it happen in the first Captain America movie?
1: I really don't remember.
0: Or, Or maybe Winter Soldier, I guess. I keep thinking this one is called Winter Soldier.
1: Yeah, but no, it's not. Yeah. It's it, not. The only thing I remember about him is that he woke up with a metal arm and like late two thousands emo hair.
0: Yeah. So I don't know.
1: That's another question. How did his hair change from blonde to <laughs> long and black? <laughs> well,
0: I mean, when you really get into the emo, yeah, phase, it's true. Then uh, that just sort of happens. In
1: Soviet Russia emo gets you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lagos present day. Oh, good. It's our friend Scarlet Witch, Red Witch, Scarlet Witch. (laughs) Um, I couldn't remember her name at first because she was so unimportant to me.
1: Fair enough. Um,
0: Cappy, B-Dub, and Falcon, witchy lady all talking, but separately. Falcon's got a drone. The bird gives him an x-ray.
1: Yeah, because he's like talking to his drone like it was a person.
0: Yeah, so that was something.
1: Yeah, that was weird.
0: I kind of don't want that to continue being a thing. I kind of just like Falcon being just just cool. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, Without little bits and bobs like that.
1: Yeah. yeah. That seemed like a thing Tony Stark would do.
0: Right, yeah. Institute for Infectious Diseases. A guy jumps out of a truck and the truck flies and crashes. There's some kind of, like, SWAT team kind of thing that comes out and does some pew-pews. And Cappy and Falcon start taking care of things. Oh, this is when I asked if Scarlet Witch could always fly.
1: Yeah, and then we kind of had that discussion on, like, what is her powers exactly. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know if we're at this part yet, but there's, like, a part where she gets all the poisonous gas out of a building. Yeah. And, because earlier she makes the comment, like, well, I can move things with my, or I can move things with my mind or something.
0: Right, which...
1: Like, that explains the gas. Yeah. But, like...
0: I guess she can move the ground from beneath her. Or, like, the
1: distance between her and the ground. Yeah,
0: the air between her and the ground.
1: That's some, like...
0: I don't
1: know. 1940s radio Superman bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not
0: great. Like, I'm not a fan.
1: Did you ever know why... This is kind of a side note. Um, Why Superman's allergic to kryptonite?
0: Because he's from Krypton?
1: Well, what I've always read, and maybe somebody can very much well actually me on this one, but I was reading that, like, that wasn't in the original comics, like, the very first run, and that it was added when the guy who was voicing superman got like sick and so when he was they still had to do a show and so when he was on the radio he had like a cold and then they were like it's because of kryptonite
0: hmm okay
1: so like and and maybe that you know maybe that's totally false but like it did it does seem like early superman was like they had a situation that they needed him to do and then it's like oh he can also yeah move buildings <laughs> he can also like that's kind of what scarlet i don't know that's such a like So, I can move the gravity around me.
0: Right. Boo. And she's not that cool anyway.
1: No, no. Just waves her arm around.
0: Um, Crossbones says, pack it up for the hazardous material, I guess. B-dub is clearly being the coolest. General chaos, B-dub and parkour... Uh, negotiating with folks, doesn't want them to drop the hazard material stuff, and the drone's name is Red Wing. The drone has a name.
1: Was this also the part where, like, I because there's just a lot of, like, pew, pew pews and stuff going on, but there was one part that I thought was really funny that it was, like, Scarlet Witch and Falcon and who else? Captain America somebody else, like, they're all fighting, and the battle's, like, clearly almost over in that one little section. And then Black Widow comes in on a motorcycle. It's, like, right when the battle's over, she comes, like, racing in on a motorcycle and then starts kicking ass. Okay. But, like, she's clearly, like, ten minutes late.
0: Huh. I don't remember that.
1: Yeah, just because I was, like, I made the comment that I was, like, like, she's, like, the only one that doesn't have, like... Some mutation. She's right. just like really badass. She's just
0: like cool. But th-
1: the downside is that when you know Falcon's like see ya and he jets off and like Scarlet Witch moves gravity around her, she's like <laughs> I gotta go get on a motorcycle.
0: Right? Could you okay. give Could
1: you give me a lift?
0: I gotcha. I'll
1: be there when I'm there.
0: <laughs> I don't remember that, but yeah, the crossbones guy is the sidekick guy from one of the other movies.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. he was like the. Was he the bad guy or was he, I actually think he was a good guy. Like he worked for the government. Cause remember when Captain, like the government turned against Captain America.
0: I don't remember this guy at all.
1: Do you remember? Okay. Do you remember in that one Captain America movie where they're all in the elevator? Yes. And he like, he's like, oh, are we going to like do this now or. Yes. Okay. Though all the guys around him, he thought were working f- with him. They were good guys. Okay. And they found out that like no, they weren't. I think Crossbones was like the leader of that group. So he was originally like working for, I think, good guys. Hmm. And then I think then Hydra came in and he became like a dick. Okay. Yeah.
0: I I I believe you. Scarlet Witch gets him before he can blow Cappy up. She destroys a building. Why sad? So much destruction already. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the setup to this movie, I was like, I don't understand why this is a problem. Thirteen movies in.
0: Yeah, like, my question: Why sad? I guess I get why sad, um, but it's weird that we're just now worried about all of the destruction that they've they've been causing.
1: Maybe like I get I get Scarlet Witches. True. Bit. Because, like, she, it seems like this is the first time we've seen her since Age of Ultron, where she's kind of turned good, so I think she's probably had that that period to, like, kind of reflect and think. And so then it's like, oh, shit, I, I I done goofed. Like, I killed a lot of people. But everybody else, it's like, this is just another, like, Sunday. Right. Why are they so bummed about all the people that and all the destruction yeah. that they've caused?
0: I feel like they're just constantly causing injuries and and deaths that we just don't hear about cuz there's like car chase scenes where they're like zipping and zooming around and surely that's causing
1: <laughs> Yeah, like someone the, to
0: get in a wreck.
1: I'm just thinking like the insurance companies Yeah. have either got to be so happy or just pulling their hair out. Yeah. Somebody's making money off of this.
0: Yep. Okay, so now we have young Iron Man. Uh, they didn't set it up with with the time. So we were kind of confused on it, but then we understood why after yeah. because it was some some weird barf thing for traumatic memories. That's Yeah, what he his basically name was made called.
1: Google glasses.
0: Yeah. So Tony is presenting on b- barf.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. He then approves and funds all of the students' projects, which seems like a cool thing, but my thought was maybe one of these projects was, like, gonna uh, be, like, a bad guy weapon or something later. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe in, like, in four movies from now.
0: That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, I
1: didn't even think of that. That's a good thought.
0: Yeah, well, I kind of thought it might happen in this movie, which is why they, like, set all that up. Oh, yeah. Because um, he, he was really just like, well, we're approving and funding all of your projects, so here we go. And I'm like, did you yeah. review all of them? Or are you just like, yeah, your projects are cool. Let's do it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. I don't know. Like, I guess I, I was under the impression that it was just kind of like another PR thing. like.
0: Yeah. But I mean, like, in general, I was like, wow, that, that's actually seems like a cool thing to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think, yeah, and I think, like, in terms of the writing, they just did that so then the next scene would have, like, give him, like, what I always tell my students when they're writing plays and acting and stuff is, like, you want to set up the story, like, the audience should be on a roller coaster.
0: Mm -hmm. And so,
1: like, you want to set them up really high so when you yank the floor out underneath them, they're going to fall. Yeah. And I think that's what they're trying to do with that scene.
0: For sure. So, um... Speaking of that scene, <laughs>
1: <laughs> a good segue.
0: Yes, the there's a woman who talks to Tony about Charlie Spencer and uh, says that Tony murdered him in Sokovia.
1: Wasn't that the name of the guy that also did those interviews, and he got like ousted for being like a horrible person?
0: I don't know. He yeah, was like an old white
1: about. guy that was an interviewer.
0: It's always an old white guy.
1: Charlie Rose, different guy. Sorry, keep going. Okay.
0: <laughs> Victory at expense of the innocent Wakandans were killed uh scarlet witch blames herself I kind of moved on quickly I guess from the conversation with with Tony I didn't know if you wanted to talk Yeah I mean more ba- about that. wasn't it
1: basically that the mom was like you know oh interesting that you're like trying to do good but like how about the, the you know hundreds of thousands of people that you've right inadvertently killed Yeah. Like the my son that you tried that you know, that you killed, he's not gonna get his things approved. Like he's just dead. Right. Yeah. So
0: everyone's sad about the thing they've been doing for a while. For
1: thirteen movies. Yeah. They're finally like, Oh, maybe this isn't a good idea. Maybe
0: not a good idea. Stud muffin McCanson Pants, the third note. (laughs) Captain America's makeup isn't very good
1: oh yeah it was bad like the makeup it was not it was like when he was talking to scarlet witch on the bed he like turned his face like the makeup well the makeup that was on his it was like his neck didn't blend like it didn't look like it was the right quite the right color like it was i can't remember if it was like too dark or too light but it just didn't look like it kind of like cakey i don't know that's the thing that i noticed
0: yeah, you notice that kind of stuff a lot, and I don't think the average viewer does. At least I don't.
1: Well, um, okay, I'm going to tell you the story because I don't think I've told the story yet. The reason I notice a lot of that stuff besides the fact that I do theater stuff, so when I was, my high school didn't, I mean, or a, my high school is a really small podunk like town. My graduating class had 30 people in it. I mean, really small thing. We didn't have like a theater program growing up. We had a, a lady who worked for the bank as her main gig and then once a year she'd come down to the school and they put a play on so I didn't like learn a lot of the basic stuff for theater until I went to college so in college when we started doing makeup I was like I don't have any clue what I'm doing and so the first show I was in I was just kind of like I didn't have a big role in it and so the professor's like hey you need to put your makeup on And I was like, I don't know what color to choose. And I was working with a guy that um, also didn't know what color to choose. But he was one of those guys that was like, oh, I'm Italian. Like, I'm I'm from Italy. Like, my family's from Italy. And, like, he was from, like, New Jersey or something. Yeah. Um, And so his skin was just, like, a little darker than mine. And I'm really white. And so we're, like, trying to figure out what to do. The first night of the show, (laughs) I put on makeup that was, like, three or four shades whiter than what I am (laughs) and he put on makeup that was like three or four shades darker than what he actually was Hmm. and we had to come out together because we played like two cops and the show was called blood brothers and it was like a in in England in like early 1800s so we both had to like come running out (laughs) so there's like a guy (laughs) that is like so white he looks dead and then I'm next to a guy in blackface
0: Yikes. And
1: so, I mean, you you if you knew the other guy, you'd just be like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, you guys just had no idea. Um, so I guess just, like, from that point, I've always been, like, really conscious about what makeup looks like and how makeup looks good and how it looks bad. Right. So maybe that's why I just, like...
0: Yeah, it, really it's understandable. It um, it's just funny when you point it out and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I d- did not... Even, not even in my radar. Yeah, yeah. So, so Cap and Witch are talking, and Tron comes in. Now they're all meeting with the Secretary of State. Tron comes in. Tron is my name for um, the the Knight's Tale guy.
1: Oh, oh, Vision.
0: Vision, Okay, the reason
1: you said that is because, like, the guy who was in Tron was in Iron Man 2. He was? Or Iron Man 1. Yeah, Jeff Bridges. He was the bad guy in Iron Man. That's why I was like, wait, he's still in this? I was really confused for a second. Yeah,
0: but he didn't play Tron, so.
1: Yeah, but he was the main guy in it.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyway, keep going. Vision is his name. Paul Bettany.
0: Yeah, but he's going to be Tron in my notes. Okay, gotcha. He was Tron in my last notes, I think. Because it was Ultron and Tron.
1: Oh, maybe I just didn't say anything because Ultron and then
0: Tron.
1: Eh. As a side note, because I feel like I need to point it out, Paul Bettany's married to my... Number one, number two, childhood crush, growing up, Jennifer Connelly.
0: <laughs> We've talked about I Jennifer Connelly. I know, Connelly's because
1: like she's so dreamy. She's dreamy. Number one is Sigourney Weaver, if your viewers you you haven't heard from a different yeah. podcast where I've probably also said that.
0: I I don't know if that's been said or not. Yeah, Sigourney but, Weaver growing oh up yeah, was like, sure. oh. I Yep, I could see that. I mean,
1: and still even now, she's banging for like a 65, 7 year old woman. For sure.
0: No one's in disagreement here.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying, if you haven't (laughs) looked at her lately, just Google her name. Just
0: give her a look. Secretary of State is mad because of the destruction they leave behind. I asked where Mark Ruffalo is just because I wanted to see Mark Ruffalo. Um,
1: Oh, yeah, he wasn't in that movie.
0: No. Avengers operating under the United Nations. They can either do that or they can retire. Um, Now we're in Cleveland there's a little fender bender, and a guy opens the door and then punches a guy. He finds the Red Star Book. His name is Zemo, but I've been calling him I call him Venmo the rest of the time. <laughs> 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 um, has the guy has the guy hanging upside down over water? He wants a mission report, and the guy says, "Hail Hydra," and starts. Like, drowning the guy. And this is when I said, wow, people let their six-year-olds watch this.
1: Yep, sure do.
0: That would have terrified me as a child.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. People let their six-year-olds play horrible, violent video games, too.
0: It's rough. I don't know.
1: I mean, they always said that, like, if you co-view...
0: Sure.
1: Like, alleviates, you know, like, 90% of... That.
0: Sure, but how many people are doing that?
1: Yeah, not many. Yeah. Ooh.
0: Not trying to tell you how to parent as non-parents.
1: But as somebody who works at an acute psychiatric hospital, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should listen to just me. Just
0: a thought. Just, just something to think about, to consider. So Tron says that bad stuff happening has gone up. Uh, he's just saying that the Avengers' strength kind of brings on challengers, I guess.
1: Yeah, just, like, the fact that they're there being, like, a force of good is encouraging people that are yeah, bad, yeah, yeah. Because, like, this whole point, they're deciding basically whether or not to sign those accords
0: mm-hmm.
1: or to basically say, like, no, screw him, we're still going to operate.
0: Yeah. So Iron Man is still sad about Charlie. They're trying to figure out, yeah, what to do about the contract you just said that look at you skipping right on ahead
1: sorry i, I wasn't sure what you were
0: yeah I, you never know you never know how my notes are gonna be that's true um cap gets a text about someone being gone and it's peggy it's peggy peggy, peggy.
1: oh wait we, we had that dance
0: <laughs> so uh <laughs> it's not funny because it's a funeral um, but we go to this funeral in London, and uh, Captain America is one of the pallbearers. And St- uh, Stud Muffin make handsome pants. The third note is um, he could probably just carry the whole thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he was like. <laughs> you have Captain America like he could just take the whole thing by himself.
0: Yeah. Blonde woman talking. Do we know who this is? And then we kind of figure out later that it's the lady that was in his apartment. In the first
1: Captain America movie. First or second. I think it was the second one, I think. Yeah. She was the neighbor of him that was like, they always met in the hall and she was like doing her laundry or something.
0: Yeah. It's hard for me to keep track of all these people. So many people.
1: It's like a Tolkien book.
0: It kind of is.
1: Only not not as good,
0: but. Not as good. B-Dub and Cap talk about the contract. Who's Clint? <laughs> then we find out Clint, <laughs> well, we later on, found out that Clint was uh, Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah,
1: for like a good 10 minutes, we're like, who is Clint? Who's
0: Clint? Who the
1: hell is Clint? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, oh boy, poor poor Hawkeye. His superpower is accuracy and it's just <laughs> so silly. It's so silly. Oh god. <laughs> so we go to Vienna, it's a United Nations meeting. Uh, Stud Muffin and Pants the Third says this is Black Panther. And then like Graham said, this is set, this this is just setting up for the king to be killed.
1: Yeah, like, there's no other, like, he's an old, like, we are, okay, we are not past the point in society where, like, you know, in a predominantly white movie where black characters can be anything but, like, you know, the the spiritual mentor, a mammy character, or, like, you know, just the token person of uh, great wealth and knowledge, right? Right. Like... And especially not only, I mean, but like old men in general have been that too. But then you add the old black guy. I mean, it was just straight up like a Mufasa thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought it was hilarious because like Graham says, well, th- this is just setting it up for that guy to get killed. And then, <laughs> and then an explosion happened <laughs> and then he's dead. Um it's it's really entertaining to watch these movies with Graham because he can almost always predict what's going to happen.
1: That's that's what I paid, what, 40000 or whatever for my master's degree. So worth it. <laughs> well, it wasn't that much, but it wasn't cheap.
0: Okay, so this blonde lady was the person who lived in Cappy's apartment complex. I... I don't know why I wrote that there. I don't know if we moved back and forth between things. Well, what you
1: didn't say was that that lady was Peggy's granddaughter.
0: Granddaughter. Okay. I never, I, I never caught on to how she was related to. Yeah, her, yeah.
1: Because basically, like they're sitting at the funeral, and then they're like, Peggy's granddaughter is gonna say something or something like that, and then she walks up there, and then Falcon's like, "Whoa!" and like nudges Captain America, and then Captain America's like. Yeah, yeah, like, this is a weird place to hit on somebody at a funeral. Yeah. But that's the American way.
0: (laughs) Black Panther is mad about Winter Soldier, says he'll kill him. The Venmo guy is in a (laughs) hotel reading out of the Red Star book. He has some kind of weapon thing. I am confusing Bucky and the Venmo guy. Um, Yeah, they
1: look very similar.
0: Yeah, I I wrote later, Stud Muffin, McCants Pants the Third says that might be the point.
1: That's what I thought, but then it wasn't, but like, it's still funny.
0: <laughs> yeah. Bucky says he wasn't in Vienna, and he says he's not going to kill anyone.
1: Because Captain America finds him to try to figure out what the heck is going on, right? Uh, yeah. At this point, did did they kind of figure out what they were going to do with... The Accords? Like, because I feel like Tony at this point, I mean, he's basically the one that, like, kind of instigated the whole thing. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Did did they all kind of figure that out at that point? Like, was Captain America kind of operating... I don't know. ...outside of things at this point?
0: Yeah, I don't don't Hmm. know. Fighting and stuff. Bucky does parkour. Black Panther tries to get Bucky. Cap, Black Panther, and Bucky are all running around, a car chase, and then I just, this was just a quote, maybe, congratulations, Cap, you're a criminal. Okay,
1: so I guess, yeah, so it would, would have been. Okay. He didn't sign, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that was, like, right at the very end, they, because, like, they were all fighting underneath that freeway thing, and then they stopped, and then Iron Roadie came down. Yeah, that was, like, do you remember that? Does that make sense, what I'm saying?
0: Does that no. ring a bell? No. Yeah, it's not. it was. Yeah,
1: so it was though. So it was after, like, I think Captain America's like, "I'm not signing.
0: Okay. Black Panther takes his mask off, so we confirm what whoa, 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 you whoa, whoa, thought. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Tron is making something with paprika, which lifted witches. Paprika cash. Paprika, which lifted witches' spirits.
1: I, it I didn't guess. really, because um, like, yeah, she's like, "This isn't very good," and he's like, "Uh." In my defense, I've never actually eaten anything before.
0: Haha. Yeah. Robot stuff. Mm-hmm. Tron says he doesn't know what the stone thing is.
1: Yeah, and his noggin. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing.
1: Thing that made him not a computer anymore.
0: Yeah. Who? Yeah, that's weird. Weird.
1: I think that's one of those power nuggets that Thanos eventually. The, the Thanos wants. power nuggets. Yeah, the Thanos power nuggets. He gets that six pack, I think. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I think. I'm pretty sure.
0: (laughs) Tron's keeping witch inside so there's no other incidents. And then I just wrote (laughs) (laughs) robo-boner?
1: Yeah, I was like... I think because we were like, they look... There's, Are they gonna... Is there a thing going on? Because that's weird.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't... uh, eh. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I don't know what else you can say about that. No words. No words. We find out that like the mantle of Black Panther has been passed down from generations. Yeah,
1: it's like the um uh oh shoot, the it's like the uh Dread Pirate Roberts from The Princess Bride.
0: Someone will know what that means. I can't it's been a while since I've seen that.
1: Yeah, Wesley was the Dread Pirate Roberts, right? And then like he later tells that like the Dread Pirate Roberts is a title and it's passed down. Okay. From Yeah, Yeah,
0: I believe you. I haven't watched it since you and I watched it in your dorm room.
1: Ah, yeah, because that was the first time you'd watched it, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good movie.
0: It is a good movie. I just haven't seen it in a while. So I have no idea what you're talking about. So um, Black Panther is saying that he's both a warrior and a king. So he can probably take Bucky out pretty quickly. It's kind of his yeah, his thing. Yeah. He's like, I got this. And then this is when I wrote Bilbo Baggins. I love him. Oh, yeah. Martin, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman's in yeah. this. So great. I love that guy. Maybe as much as Mark Ruffalo. I, I, I don't know.
1: It's close. It's
0: close. They've got Bucky in a weird pod thing. Um, we find out that Iron Man and Pepper are taking a break and that he... Is kind of doing what he's doing to get Pepper back. That's kind kind of of? the,
1: that's what it seemed like. Cause I, I remember saying like the movie up to this point, I was kind of like, oh, so Captain America's, or Iron Man is kind of turning over a new leaf. Like he recognized all the crap he's done. He's trying to make amends, but then he's like, you know, we're taking a break and I thought maybe this would help like get her back. And I'm like, oh, screw you. You're not doing this for the, you just want Pepper back. I mean, it's good that he's doing it, but, like, don't be altruistic when you're clearly not.
0: Yeah. Fenmo talks to Bucky. He keeps calling him James. Oh.
1: You got really confused by that. I got
0: real confused because I was like, who's James? Who's Clint? Who's Clint? (laughs) (laughs) Who's James? So James is actually Bucky's name. Yeah, Yeah, James
1: Buchanan Barnes. So
0: that makes sense. I thought... I had a whole different theory going on in my head, where, like, so- someone else was named James, and I—I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, the funny thing too is like I don't know. Old nicknames can be like so weird, that like they don't make sense. Yeah. Like the one that I always think of is so goofy. Is like, Dick is the nickname for Richard.
0: Right. Doesn't make any sense. Or
1: Jim is the nickname for James. For James. Like. Yeah. So like, if you would have told me like Bucky's the nickname for James, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's from the '40s. That's that sounds about right.
0: Yeah. Um, I just wrote thought the delivery driver was Jason Sudeikis for a second. Yeah. He dropped off a big explodey thing. Venmo talks about Bucky's real home. He says random words from the Red Star book. He especially hates when he says daybreak. He just like. When he said daybreak,
1: Bucky was just like, or
0: whatever. He starts getting aggressive, punches himself free, and Bucky's ready to comply. Venmo still wants that darn mission report from 91.
1: Man, I wish I could say those things in my classroom and then students would just do their work.
0: That they're ready to comply?
1: Yeah, just be like, uh, wheelbarrow, hot dog, (laughs) socialism. And then just, like, ready to comply. <laughs> okay, I now I need you to read this chapter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote, gosh, I love Martin Freeman again. Um, some fighting, chaos. Bucky gets in a helicopter. Captain is pulling the helicopter down.
1: With those big-ass pecs. Yeah. And f- fucking. So strong. Like, so what, strong. what's this muscle? The uh, tricep? He's, like, yeah. big triceps, like, Argh! the Christ character.
0: Yeah, so strong, so strong.
1: We paid for a trainer. We really need you to show off these muscles. Yeah,
0: <laughs> at least once. Bucky chokes him with his metal arm, and they both go down in the water. Cap's swimming. Bucky is pinned in something with his metal arm. Bucky's back just have to say the words just like the Necronomicon. That's kind of what it reminded me of. I yeah,
1: guess. yeah. That, that's it. Yeah, I didn't even make that connection. hmm
0: all right, so we find out that Bucky is not the only Winter Soldier. Ba, 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 thing. Boom.
1: 1991
0: Blue Goo. Folks getting IVs with blue goo fighting. Tons of blue goo. Lots of blue goo. Bucky says the blue goo crew are real good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are real good at killing folks. Tony and B-Dub talk. And they say that they're understaffed. Now we go to Queens. Uh, it's, it's Peter Parker. And you got so excited. I got
1: so you got excited. got so excited. I, I was like, I don't,
0: what what's happening?
1: I love Spider-Man.
0: Because, like, Queens popped up. And I was like, oh, okay. And you just got so excited. And I was just like, okay, I don't, what? And then I found out later that it's Spider-Man. Yeah, I get it now.
1: I love, Spidey. Spidey was one of my favorites growing up. When I was a wee lad.
0: Iron Man knows that he's Spider-Man. Peter Parker's trying to back out, but he's definitely Spider-Man. And then he says... Oh, this was just kind of a funny quote. Um, Tony's asking Peter who knows about his powers, and he just says, not even your unusually attractive aunt?
1: Yeah, she was like... I think that was Marissa Tomei. Mm -hmm. Like, she was... Way hotter than Aunt May in my brain. Oh, yeah. Aunt May has always been an old lady.
0: I thought for a second that um, she was like Mary Jane or whatever the other love interest Gwen was. Gwen Stacy? Yeah. I was like, is that one of them? What are they do? What? Doesn't he live with his aunt? And then I was like, oh, that is the aunt. I
1: see. Just for some reason. Just super hot. Really hot.
0: Spider-Man can't go to Germany because he has homework. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just, I love this Spider-Man because he, like, he seems more like Spider-Man than any of the other Spider-Mans have been. Like, he seems like a dorky, goofy kid.
0: Yeah. I like and him And he a
1: genuinely lot. seems like a kid. Yeah. He doesn't seem like he's a 30-year-old man trying to play a 17-year-old.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's really cool. I like him a lot. Yeah, way better than Andrew Garfield.
0: Yeah, yeah. Andrew Garfield was too attractive.
1: I'm also going to say it. I think he's better than Toby.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. This is when I wrote, hey, good old Hawkeye shooting bows and stuff <laughs> tries to get the witch to come with him. And then I wrote, oh, that's Clint. That's Clint. <laughs> that's Clint. <Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba.
1: laughs>
0: um, so Scarlet's... Uh Scarlet Witch sends Tron down a hole. Then Cap smooches Sharon, the blonde
1: lady. Weird.
0: And Falcon and Bucky give him a look, which is kind of funny.
1: It's kinda like Austin Powers when he like, like
0: uh-huh.
1: Yeah, like when he yeah. falls in love with uh Miss Kensington's daughter. Yeah. Who then turns out to be a robot. I still don't understand that one.
0: Me neither. It's all right. You don't have to do it's it. It's a different. That's
1: a different podcast we're going to be starting soon.
0: Yes. <laughs> so then Ant Man comes in, and yes! Ant Man is great. Ant Man is great. Spider Man's great. Um, another quote I wrote down was, "I believe this is yours, Captain America," from Ant Man. I don't remember what he he picked up and gave. Him something. I think they might have already been in battle. Or something. Oh yeah,
1: his like shield. He's
0: like, I believe this is yours, Captain America. <laughs> yeah, I think it was
1: his shield.
0: <laughs> oh, I love Ant Man. Yeah, I love he's Paul funny. Reuben. If he turns out to be a bad guy, I'll I'll be so upset. I
1: actually just read today that when he was younger, so I guess this would have been when he was in Kansas City, he was saving up money to move to L.A. and he had this job where he worked at a factory or a grocery store or something that made glazed hams. And he was the one that was responsible for like slathering on the glaze and then using like a like a, a heating element to then cr- like, crystallize, like caramelize the sugar on top of the hams uh-huh. <laughs> and then packaging it and putting it out for people to buy.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all fighting each other, hence the Civil War name, I guess. I get it. Do you get it? I get it. Ant-Man gets small and puts B-Dub's hand behind her back.
1: That was kind of funny.
0: (laughs) Spider-Man likes Bucky's metal arm.
1: Oh, we should probably say, though, that they're fighting because they're Captain America and Bucky and Falcon and Ant-Man. That crew is trying to get to a plane that can then go find the... Helmut guy, Venmo, Mm -hmm. because Captain America's crew, they don't have that information that Helmut's trying to, like, do something crazy. Right. They just think that Captain America is, like, trying to save or, like, protect Bucky.
0: Hawkeye joke about golf. Uh Oh, he made a... He was saying that he's, like, too good at golf, so it got boring or something. Yeah. Because, haha, he's... So accurate. His it's...
1: superhero power is accuracy. Yeah.
0: So cool. Just wrote again that Spider-Man is so good. More fighting. Here comes Tron. This is where they fight, but now it's against each other fun. Oh, I, just, it, I, I guess I was just trying to say, this is where I normally say pew, pew, pew. But yeah. This mm-hmm. time it's, they're just fighting against each other. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Ant-Man's taking apart Iron Man's suit.
1: Like from the inside? I th- yeah. That was really funny.
0: Yeah. And then, like, we find out that Ant-Man can get big now.
1: That was cool. Yeah. That was cool.
0: That was cool. Tron cannonballs into Ant-Man. Spider-Man talks about the Empire Strikes Back. Ant-Man gets knocked down and then asks if anyone has any orange slices. I didn't get that.
1: I didn't either. Hmm.
0: Can anyone explain that I mean, I us? get it if he's like,
1: <laughs> does anybody have any bananas? That would make sense to me.
0: I don't get that either.
1: Because, like, potassium for your muscles. Oh. At least that's what, like, in in high school, all the, like, runners and stuff that always eat bananas.
0: Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, I guess. I thought it was, like, a joke that I wasn't getting.
1: Oh. I I don't don't know. I mean, I've always known, like, on the internet, you know, you're always supposed to, like, have shower beer and also eat shower oranges, too. Just, like, break into an orange when you're showering and just let the juices run over your body and... Hmm. Yeah, apparently it's like all the rage.
0: Okay. Spider-Man is tired. Rhodey falls. Housekeeping comes into Venmo's hotel and she sees a hand in a shower. Eek. <laughs> Tony is upset and asks Tron how it happened. Tron was distracted. What does
1: that mean? So what was I writing? Okay, here? so what happened? I can I can <laughs> I can solve this. So what happened here? Um, Captain America and Bucky got in the ship because like everybody else on his team was like, there's no way we're all going to be able to get on that ship. Mm -hmm. So let's distract everybody else. You guys make a run for it. So they were on the ship. Falcon was trying to get Rhodey off of the ship's tail. And then Tron with his power nugget, zip zapped, trying to hit the plane, accidentally hit Rhodey. And then Rhodey fell to the earth and then broke... Like, got paralyzed. Okay. So, he's asking, like, how did, you, how did you miss? And then Power Nugget Man was like, I got distracted. And he's like, I didn't think that could happen.
0: Oh, Because gotcha. you're a
1: robot. I didn't think you could get, How can you get distracted?
0: Right. Okay. Fenmo is a special ops dude kidnapped the guy who did the psych stuff on Bucky. Had a wig and prosthetic to look like Bucky. Yeah.
1: So, that was when we went back and we were like, I thought they were the same person. Do they look the same? He actually, so that was two different things. He just also looks like Bucky, but he also got a wig and makeup to look like Bucky. Yeah. Which apparently was kind of unnecessary.
0: Yeah. But it would be for <laughs> me. It's like, yep, they're the same person. Venmo breaks into the Super Soldier place, the Blue Goo crew, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Blue Goo crew. Blue Goo crew. Tony goes to the. Prison where they're holding Hawkeye and other folks. Iron Man admits that he's wrong, and Falcon tells him about like where where Captain America is. Yeah. So Cappy and Bucky are going to the blue crew, blue goo, blue clue, (laughs) blue goo (laughs) goo crew, crew place, and then Iron Man shows up. They walk into where the super soldiers are and talk to Venmo and Black Panther is also there.
1: Yeah. Venmo also, he didn't say it was, he shot all the blue goo crew in the head.
0: Oh, I didn't, I missed that part. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause that was kind of like the big, like, Whoa, what? Cause like the whole movie was led, led you to believe that he was going there to like awaken them. Uh, and he went there and wow. he shot all of them missed in the head. That
0: yeah. Missed that. Wow.
1: Yeah. Cause like, Venmo behind the glass he's like what did you think I'd want them to be awake
0: yeah I'm realizing more and more that I'm like a detail person like I I don't always get the overarching overarching plot it's usually just like the little you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. security footage of the car wreck Bucky killed Tony's parents uh, do you even remember them I remember all of them Oof.
1: Yeah, that was like oof.
0: Major oof. Lots of oofs right there.
1: I also like didn't understand why Iron Man got so pissed. Like this seemed like a break of character for him. Okay. Because I mean, I guess like at this point are we do we know that Iron Man knows that Bucky like is under mind control? I feel like he's got to know that.
0: I, I assume from
1: I mean even even if they don't know that like right now he was under mind control, but like I'm just thinking from Winter Soldier until this movie that has to have come up at some point. Yeah. And so why is he just like he's going crazy to kill him? You know I mean you know what I mean? Like it doesn't make any sense that he would just abandon all of his logic to try and to like kill this guy when he knows it wasn't him. Like he didn't have a choice.
0: hmm.
1: It I just didn't. It didn't make sense to me that yeah. he would, because he doesn't seem like that kind of character. Maybe I've been know. reading Iron Man wrong the whole time, though. I don't know.
0: I just don't know. More fighting between the three. Iron Man zaps Bucky's robo arm off. Fenmo's mad because Sokovia uh, motive to get them to kill each other. Black Panther is. Done letting vengeance consume him. Venmo tries to kill himself, but Black Panther doesn't let him. Iron Man uh, is beating the crap out of Cappy. Cappy puts his shield into Iron Man's glowy thing. Tony says Cap doesn't deserve the shield because his dad made it, and so Cap drops it. And now, I think that was kind of the... I mean, now we're in my notes... We're going to Venmo in the pod thing. Yeah, yeah. And Martin Freeman kind of taunts him a little, and he says, how does it feel to fail? And Venmo says, did it?
1: Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun,
0: dun. Brody is working on walking on his new legs. Stan Lee comes in to ask if he's Tony Stank. (laughs) That was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, Iron Man opens a thing from Cappy. I don't don't remember that.
1: Yeah, he does. And it's basically just like, hey, sorry about everything. I'm in a place where you're not going to be able to find me. It's Wakanda.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And if you need me, here's a burner cell phone. Call me if you need me.
0: And then we have Cappy in, in the prison.
1: Yeah, getting everybody out, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I believe that was the end. It's the end of my notes, at least.
1: Yeah, that's the end of the movie. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I'll go first and give you a break from speaking. Uh, this one was really good acting. I really liked the acting in it. There were characters, like I was saying, that I finally was like, yeah, I was so stoked for uh, Ant-Man and Spider-Man. I just feel like the overall premise was a cool idea, but I'm just like, dude, we're 13 movies in. Like, why does this matter now? Like, why didn't you have that? Like, you're telling me up to this point, you've never had the, like, oh, shit, guys, we've killed a lot of people, a lot of innocent people. You've never had that thought. It's never kept you up at night until 13 movies in yeah so that part was like okay I get it but this kind of feels a little bit late um, but I will say that the end of this movie it really does leave me excited to see what happens next because I really at this point I'm like uh, well what is gonna happen like they're not friends anymore I mean what's mm-hmm. what's gonna be next um, so overall like it was okay. It was pretty cool. Um, it was really, really fun to see Iron Man just get the complete shit beat out of him. Yeah. I liked that part especially. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'd give it, yeah, I'd give it like a six out of ten. Okay. What about you? Uh,
0: I would say as as usual, I pretty much agree with you. Um, I, I wasn't super thrilled with the overall plot of them fighting each other, I guess. Uh, But when Ant-Man came in and when Spider-Man came in, I was like, oh boy, here's what I'm here for. Um, Like, I freaking love Ant-Man. Spider-Man seems like he's going to be cool. Like, I don't know that I really enjoyed this movie a whole lot but at the same time it got me really excited to watch the next movies (laughs) yeah 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 exactly um so i would agree with with the six out of ten it was fine
1: yeah it was okay it
0: mostly like got me pumped for the rest of the movies
1: yeah it's what i feel like an appetizer is supposed to do yeah. It's like just a little, little, like, little teasy for then when you, like, get to the main thing you really want. You're going to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Which <laughs> what I really want is just to watch the Spider-Man movie. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, what's next? What movie we got next?
0: Um, I think it's Doctor Strange, isn't uh, it? Ah, yeah. Let me, let me make sure. Yeah, it's Doctor Strange. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked for Doctor Strange.
1: Yeah, I am too. Cool.
0: All right.
1: Well, I think that's about it. Should we wrap it up?
0: Let's go ahead and wrap it up. Cool.
1: All right. Well, later, nerds.
0: Later, nerds oh wait before we later nerds we got an email <laughs> oh yeah we did yes yeah. um Wendy my friend from grad school emailed us about uh her her brand names yeah um let me look them up again I know one was Reese's peanut butter cups which same and <laughs> <laughs> oh Don dish soap Makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Those so, are good ones.
0: So it was just cool to get an email to our Unmarvelous podcast.
1: Yeah, our email. email. Yeah, like yeah.
0: Our specific email. That's our first email. Yeah. So.
1: Our first email to our our like legit email. It's cool because like we both get to see them because we have it on both of our phones. So.
0: Yeah. So thanks, Wendy. Thank you, Wendy. It was cool to hear from you, and you are doing cool stuff.
1: I am excited for you. Yes. I hear a lot about you from Amy, so.
0: Yeah. She just graduated. It's so cool. So cool. So cool. All right. Well, later, nerds. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments or questions, or you're still welcome to tell us your brand names at unmarvelouspodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter at unmarvelouspod and Instagram at unmarvelouspodcast. I usually say those in reverse. You can find us. It's one of those. You'll find us. Later, nerds. Here's what I have for the uh, there's like two end credit kind of scene mm-hmm. yeah. things, I guess. The first one is Captain Bucky. Bucky is saying that he can't trust his own mind, so they like freeze him or something,
1: yeah, put him in stasis,
0: yeah, yeah, like Walt Disney like comes Walt
1: full Disney? circle. You ever heard that
0: conspiracy? No, no. where
1: oh, wow, really? So apparently. Uh, in those in the know know that Walt Disney is actually in a cryogenic state right now until they can figure out a way to bring him back.
0: Oh, to either okay. clone
1: him or just like revive him, some, you know, defrost him. Okay. Yeah.
0: Cool. Uh, we don't need him back. I don't
1: think. Yeah, I think he was really racist. I th- I think he was. Yeah, he hated That's Jewish why I'm people. Saying that. Yeah, yeah.
0: He he did a lot of cool stuff and did a lot of not. A lot of not so cool stuff yeah, from yeah. what I've heard about him. Yeah. Um. So Black Panther says both Bucky and his dad were victims, and I just have the, this in quotes: "Let them try." And oh then there's yeah. A panther.
1: Yeah, because he was like, because Cappy was like, well, you know, if the Avengers find out that you have him here, they're gonna come and. Like, they're going to come and try to get him and probably fight you. And he's like, let them try.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So then the next one. Yeah. Spider-Man yeah. at home. Yeah. And Aunt May. Yeah. Asking who hit him. Because he's yeah. got, like, a black eye or something. Yeah. Yeah. And Spider-Man's got a weird glowy thing. Yeah. And it says, Spider-Man will return. Yeah. 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 So that's all I got.
1: One more thing before we go. Like, the world right now is still a little weird for us. Uh, we're filming this, or we're recording this in the end of May. Um, just wanted to send out a message to all you people out there who are listening. Just want you to know, you're doing a really good job right now. It can be kind of stressful being self-isolating or seeing people out there and you're not quite sure, just all of the confusion going on, um, Remember to be kind to yourself, guys. You're doing a good job. You are. Be safe. Have fun. And find ways to, you know, let yourself relax and, you know, give yourself a break. Don't be too hard on yourself right now. Yeah. Love you guys.